product of God's grace. In this message, Pastor says that the sum total of your life should be that you are product of God's grace. Your lifting up is by God's grace alone. This message talks about two people who encountered grace, Noah and Paul. Let's open our Bibles to the book of Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 16. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Amen. We are having our 14 days of fasting from 6 in the morning to 6 in the evening. In case you didn't know that, now you know. You can start from today onwards. Six in the morning, that's the Jewish daytime. Six in the morning, six in the night. We fasting. In the evening after six, you can eat. If you can't fast for that many hours, at least fast till three. Six in the morning to three. If you can't do that, at least fast from twelve in the night to six in the morning. <laughs> Do something for the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may, we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. These are moments of grace these days of fasting and prayer. We are not having a gathering together in the church but we might have it the last three days. But then we are praying by ourselves. Amen. Hallelujah. And those, those will be seasons and times where you will find the grace of God flowing. It might seem like a battle, but the grace will flow. And after those days of fasting and prayer, you will know that you are a product of God's grace. And that's what I want to title the message tonight. Product of grace product of grace if somebody were to look at your life and say what's the sum total of your life I want to say I'm a product of God's grace product of God's grace amen hallelujah I'm a product of God's grace hallelujah you are lifting up, you are raising up, you are shining forth. All that is by God's grace. I believe that there is going to be a season, a climate of great revival in this land. Great revival in the churches. Great revival, great moves of the Holy Spirit in your lives. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. So I want to tell, speak to you about two people who encountered grace and the product that God made them out of His grace. One is 1 Corinthians 15 verse 10. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 10. And Paul is saying, But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And His grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was within me. Amen. 
You know, grace makes a huge impact. It's like an aircraft that has been taxiing through the runway for a long time. But you have an impact with grace, the plane takes off. That's what happens. Many of you have been running, laboring and walking along in life. Maybe just taxiing through. Got a, got a lot of prophecies, got a lot of word from God and you're just taxiing through to the, to the runway. Wondering how and when things will happen in your life. But these seasons, when you encounter God's grace, there's going to be a lifting up, a raising up for the glory of God. To see the manifestation of the fulfillment of prophecies over your life. If you believe that, open your mouth and say Amen to that. Say, Jesus, I believe your word. Hallelujah. Glory unto the name of Jesus. You know, what differentiates people is grace. Not everybody is walking in the same level of grace. Not everybody. There is a general grace for salvation of all men. That is general that God gives us. But not everybody is functioning or moving in the same level of grace. Why do I say that? Because 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 18 has this amazing word. It's been my meditation for some time now. 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 18. But grow in grace. But grow in grace. Say that with me. But grow. But grow. In grace. In grace. See that means grace something that you grow in. It's not once forever. You can move into a different dimension of grace. But grow in grace. And in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be glory both now and forever. Amen. Growing. Grace is in levels. You can grow. When you look at the scriptures. You find in the Bible. The book of Genesis. The 6th chapter verse 8. The Bible says there. Noah found grace in the sight. Huh? Of the Lord. Say it through the mic. Of the Lord. Yeah. Noah found grace in the sight of the Lord. He was demarcated by grace. Demarcated by grace. The whole world is going in a different tangent on a different route. But the Bible says he's demarcated, set apart by grace. That's how a generation is going to rise up for the Lord. Demarcated, separated by the grace of God. Amen. Look at Paul. He was the latecomer among the apostles. He was not there when Jesus was multiplying the bread and raising Lazarus. He was not there when Jesus walked over the water. But an encounter, an impact with Jesus, with his grace, sets him apart. Brings him to the friend. Three by fourth of New Testament, I would say. The Holy Spirit is using him to write. He's made great by the grace of God. Grace, it is at the frequency of grace that greatness happens. Say that we miss the frequency of your grace, it's of the, the grace of God. It's the frequency of the that grace greatness of God, happens. That greatness happens. Amen. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Frequency of grace. Look at Genesis 6, 8, 9 and 19. Genesis 6, 8, 8, 9 and 19. Read it please. But Noah found grace. But Noah found grace. In the eyes of the Lord. In the eyes of the Lord. Ninth verse. These are the generations of Noah. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man. Noah was a just man. And perfect in his generations. Ah, now read the 19th verse. And of every living thing of all flesh. And of every living thing of all flesh. Two of every sort shall thou bring into the ark. 19th verse. Yeah. Yes. Read on. To keep them alive with thee, mm. they shall be male and female. Yes. No, that's not the word. Okay. But Noah found grace in the sight of God. These are the generations of Noah. Can you imagine that? The entire earth, Adamic man, is destroyed by the floods. God is demarcating Noah and the world that we know now came from Noah's seed. May there be a demarcation of your life by grace and of your generations. Whether it be your destiny, whether it be your assignment, whether it be your life, whether it be your business, whether it be your ministry, demarcated by grace. 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 Hallelujah. Glory unto the name of Jesus. See, grace is what enlarges your life, increases your life. One thing that I've realized from scripture is that grace is something that was, is the key to what is called speed. The level of grace determines the extent of the race you run. The level of grace. Paul said, I finished my course. That's by grace. I've run the race. I've finished my course. I've kept my faith. It's a product of grace. As a matter of fact, grace is G dash race. In other words, when grace comes, what God is saying is G dash race. Go race. Go race. The time of your crawling is over. Holy Spirit is saying, Go race. May your business pick up pace, ministry pick up pace, your destiny pick up pace. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Lift your hand and say, Amen to it. Glory unto the name of Jesus. The secret of the race is in the grace. You carry grace, you race. I like that. You carry grace, you race. Go race for the glory of God. I have run the race. I finished the course. I've kept my faith. See, Paul, wow, what a, it's a product of grace. If we can say that, but it's time for us to go home. You know, when Paul knew he had finished all that God had asked him to do, he says, 
We have, have run the race. I'm reaching the finishing line. Now he's awaiting the crown for me. I've kept my faith. Look at Paul. Look, look at that. It's a product of grace. Can you imagine that? A product of grace. Paul, a murderer. Destroying the church becomes the greatest tool for the building of God's church. Look at your life. At one time, at Friday evenings, I would be looking for a way to have a beer. <laughs> With my friends. But look what grace can do. Here I am preaching about Jesus. About the cross, about salvation, about God's goodness, about revival. That's what grace can do in your life. It's not the number of years that you live. You know, usually when birthdays come, you know, we say, we celebrate the longevity or the age. So, okay, I'm 30 years old or 70 years old or whatever, or 100 years old. But what you should celebrate that day is grace. Lord, I thank you for your grace that has brought me thus far. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. Amen. God's Holy Spirit will enable some of you with supernatural speed. You will race and no one will compete with you. You will raise and run in a lane of your own that God has assigned for you. Glory be unto the name of Jesus. If you are that one, lift up your hands and say, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. A lane of your own. Rakhalaste prabandalasteniam shana. Rakhalaste kapradalasthuram. Raidiniya. Jabrakalsa prabenthenistum. Thank you, Lord. We give you glory, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Stand with your, with the outpouring. Just stay with the outpouring. Get me something else. Just get me something on my. Amen. Grace brings ease. Can you say that with me? Grace. Grace brings brings ease. Ease. Grace is the grease for ease. Grace is the grease for ease. For ease. What is difficult for others will be easy for you if there is grace flowing. Grace is what makes you to do things effortlessly. There are people who do one thing laboriously. One thing. Making, making one omelette. It takes three hours. But there are people who can make an entire, you know, set an entire table. feed 500 people in the three hours. That is grace. Sometimes people, you know, just this, this week we were traveling all the way from, after last Sunday we were traveling all the way to Tamil Nadu. I mean, I entered into Tamil Nadu then driving down. Ministering forth. 
driving down getting back here in time but it's the grace it is grace sometimes people ask me how do you prepare pastor for ministry for things it's grace key to ease i've seen people moving in a greater levels of grace you know who will prepare a convention on one side handle their church on the other side do their business on one side take care of their family on the other side all that with ease it's almost like they have got plenty of time and they're doing so many things pray for somebody minister for to somebody else after they pray on the phone send an assignment in their workplace prophesy over somebody else prepare for the next convention somewhere else and with ease and that is grace may you tap into that levels of grace in the name of jesus hallelujah Blessed be the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. What is difficult for others will become walkover for you when you tap into God's grace. Hallelujah. Glory unto the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit told me the next stage of the life of holding conventions and meetings in different places at the same time handling the things of the church effortlessly by the grace of God. Planting churches effortlessly by the grace of God. Rakalam se prabandhalasteria in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Look at Zechariah 4 and verse 7. Not by might, nor by power, but by the Holy Spirit. Seventh verse. Who art thou, O great mountain? Who art thou, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel. Before, before Zerubbabel. Thou shalt become a plain. Thou shalt become a plain. And thou shalt bring forth the capstone. Thereof with, Thereof with shouts of grace. 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 Unto it. See, mountain. Effortlessly, like a plane. By the grace of God. So, I want you to do this. Say this with me, wherever you are. On your mark. On your mark. Get set. Get set. Grace. Grace. <laughs> That's your race. Hey, come on. Put your hands together. Thank the Lord. Say it one more time if you didn't say it the first time. On your mark. On your mark. Get set. Get set. Grace. Grace. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Let that way be overflowing grace upon your life. Overflowing grace upon your life. Thank you, Lord. Zila Raswad Halzi Prabhyantho. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Grace is the key to the gifts. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are a product of grace. When there are grace flowing, there's multiplicity of gifts. Giftings are a function of grace. Look at Paul. As an apostle, 
is a prophet, is a teacher, is an evangelist, is a pastor. If he was not moving in all those five things, how could he have known what that meant? You look at Paul, speaks about the gifts of healing, gift of miracles, gift of faith, gift of the word of knowledge, gift of the word of wisdom, prophecy, tongues, interpretation of tongues. He said, I speak in tongues more than any one of you. That's what Paul said. In our generation, if somebody is moving in more than one gift, people want to finish him off. But look at Paul. See, Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. Because it is God who puts it inside of you. Say that it's God who puts it inside of you. If God puts it inside of you, you should push it out of you. May the gifts of the Holy Spirit start to be activated in your life. These days of fasting, wherever you are, even as you worship, seek the presence of God and glorify Jesus. May the gifts of the Holy Spirit be activated inside of your life. Oh, Rajwathalia, may your Christian life not be monotonous or boring. May the gifts of the Spirit of God be activated. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Never compete with a man who has been graced. Never compete with a man who has been graced. Because you are bound to fail. Can you imagine that? Don't say, I want to be like that. It's been graced. You grow in grace. I was listening to a man of God who has got, you know, built five universities. Preaches one of the largest churches in the world. We have not even been to the university. <laughs> Look at the level of grace upon that man. For us, just getting to university is a hard thing. Look at 1 Peter 4 verse 10. 1 Peter chapter 4. Are you enjoying God's word tonight? 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 10. As every man has received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. See, you receive the gift as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. So gifts and grace are connected. Say that with me. Gifts, gifts and, grace and grace are connected. Are connected. Look at one more scripture. Romans 12 verses 3 to 6. Romans chapter 12 verses 3 to 6. For I say through the grace given For unto I me. For I say through the grace given unto me. To every man that, is, every among man that you, is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. For we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office. So we being many are one body in Christ, and every one members one in another. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us. Whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the, prophet, the proportion of faith. Or ministry, let us wait on our ministry, ministering. 
or he that teacheth on teaching or he that exhorteth on exhortation he that giveth let him do it with simplicity he that ruleth with diligence he that showeth mercy with cheerfulness see grace and gifts are connected the grace abounds upon you the gifts begin to be operate begins to operate in your life lift your hand and say lord may your gifts begin to operate in my life lord, may your gifts begin to operate thank you holy spirit thank you holy thank spirit. you jesus thank you jesus lakala stehil simradanda jeba baba shabala hasta prabandara senia thank you lord thank you jesus sama tikka song jaga prakanta galaste hiram sine pradalasta huniya thank you jesus praise you father glorify you example How do you move in the gifts Paul by grace Paul how will people listen to you See grace will give you a voice a generational voice You will have what to say and you will know when to say it that's grace because the grace All Robert said, you know, there are people who speak but nobody is listening. They just want to preach, nobody is listening. They got nothing to communicate. Grace will give you light and you communicate that light. 
That's revelation. Paul, how do you know so much? The Holy Spirit revealed to me. Let's take him to the third heavens. That which I received from the Lord, that which I give you. See, it's grace. People are compelled to listen when you speak. Jonathan Edwards, who used to say this word, you know what he used to say? I have something to say and you will hear me. And so for hundred years, his message, sinners in the hands of an angry God, his message for hundred years, people would listen to that message and they would cry and turn to Jesus. For hundred years, it's grace. Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3 verses 8 and 9. Unto me, who I am less than the least of all saints, is this grace given that I should preach. See, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. See, unto me, who am less than the least of all saints is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. He knew what to preach. To whom? Oh, let there be many who will rise up to glorify Jesus, to speak, to articulate, to communicate the gospel. Many who are listening. To have revelations of the Holy Spirit. To know the word in depth. And maybe may people listen to you as you preach. As you speak even in your office. Even in your family. May people listen to you as you speak. May you carry the wisdom of God by the grace of God. Hallelujah. In Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be unto the name of Jesus. The product of grace. Say that with me. I am a product of God's grace. I am a product of God's grace. Amen. Grace gives you unbeatable strength. Superhuman energy. Extra natural stamina. <laughs> you achieve more in a day than others would do in a week. Do that you need the grace to energize you and to give you strength. And it's said about Catherine Kuhlman. Catherine Kuhlman would be on stage sometimes on her feet six hours. Six hours. All robots would literally lay hands upon. 10,000 to 15,000 people. And pray. You think it's easy? Ten thousand to 15,000 people. For every one of his meetings. So much so that on his right shoulder he said that he had an extra bit of muscle. And so when he would wear a suit, this part would 
be lifted up so they had to keep something on the other side to make it proportionate 10000 to 15000 we pray for one person we are tired we get up tired in the morning we preach for 3 minutes and then drink water like this billy graham preached every day in 1968 billy graham preached every day every night for 88 days in wembley stadium 88 days till wembley stadium became an overflow Eighty-eight nights, every night. Billy Graham was up there preaching. That's grace. All Roberts held a meeting in Madison Square Garden. Six weeks, every day, morning and night. Six week, non-stop, every day, Madison Square Garden. Six weeks, Oral Roberts. that is grace and you can't even pray for one hour <laughs> so you've got a minister like that man you got to be in prayer you know sometimes on a sunday i'm just laying hands upon people and praying and and by the time it's evening i'm kind of tired and say lord energize me i said lord i want to tap into one of the level of grace Paul where is your strength from Paul been in shipwrecks be you know been stoned in Ephesus he stayed for 3 years and ministered daily product of grace i'm a product of grace i'm a product of grace nobody can fulfill destiny or god's calling in their life by being tired and weak energy is needed to sustain destiny daniel 11:30 to the people who know their god shall be strong and do great exploits not shall be weak and get prayed over the people who know their god shall be strong and do great exploits we are looking for ways to be tired and there are people who sit for a meeting even now who sit in front of that tv and yawn <laughs> sometimes i think when i go to church i should take a yawnometer <laughs> a yawnometer just to see <laughs> wow lazy people can never be successful look at proverbs chapter 10 verse 15 oh boy we haven't come to the first person on grace i mean direct of grace but let's just at least finish this one proverbs 10 verse 15 the rich man's wealth is a strong city see wealth and strength are connected 1116 proverbs 1116 it says there A gracious woman retaineth honor and strong men retain riches. Hear that? 
So strength and riches are connected. You can't be lazy and expect to be rich. You need strength in the heart, in the mind, in your body. You need strength. My my spiritual father, brother Victor, you know, he used to stand in the morning from 6.37, you'd be out praying for people. By the time I leave his place at 9 in the night, I would be one of the last persons to live. Leave that place. He would be standing and praying. Just not one day. Every day. Till his spiritual mentor told him, one day, please take rest. One day. And he's just not him standing and praying like that. I'm, you know, he would be up in the night, praying through the night. It's not like he's sleeping through the night and then getting up in the morning and say, okay, I feel fresh today. I just had a, two eggs and holics. Come on. <laughs> That's grace. Whoa. Some of you need it. Let your tiredness go in the name of Jesus. Yeshu vinda namathil vittumarate. Tiredai, maduthu, madiai, prayamai, inna kachinda itta. In the name of Jesus, let it live your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Once a pastor was sleeping and some no, somebody came and began to hit on the door. Pastor, please wake up. Please wake up, Pastor. Please wake up. Wake up, Pastor. He said, Why? Why? Today is Sunday, Pastor. We want you to come and preach. Just get up, Pastor. <laughs> Don't be like that, Pastor. Somebody is watching me. Amen. Somebody said, you know, oversleeping is rehearsing to die. Because the Bible says death is sleeping. Sleep. <laughs> so when you oversleep, you are actually rehearsing to die. Stop that rehearsal. Amen. The energy to fulfill destiny is being released tonight in the name of Jesus. Energy to fulfill your God-given destiny is being released in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise be to the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands and thank the Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. We give you glory, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Grace gives you the capacity to stand. Romans 5, 2 and verse 5, 12. Romans 5, 2. Look at that. Romans 5, 2. By whom also we have access by faith into his grace, wherein we stand. See, we stand by grace. We stand by grace. grace. 1 Peter 5.12 1 Peter chapter 5. I'm giving you scripture so that you can meditate on it. 1 Peter you can chew on the scripture. 1 Peter 5 verse 12 By Silvanus, a faithful brother 
unto you, unto you as i suppose mm. i have written briefly exhorting and testifying that this is the true grace of god wherein you stand this is the true grace of god where you wherein you stand many are lying flat on the floor there is a sign of bankruptcy of grace when grace is there you are able to stand there are people who are knocked down continuously knocked down continuously falling continuously wanting to give up that's that shows for the lack of grace but for you to stand for jesus stand in against iniquity stand against demonic powers on the evil day Ephesians 6 says to stand to stand when others are afraid just to stand it takes grace are you with me praise be to the name of Jesus just to stand some of you just need to stand for Jesus without buckling under pressure giving up wanting to run away says it's all a sign of lack of grace but your story will change if you will approach the throne of grace and say lord you are a god of grace i need your grace i need to enable me to stand it is not by my strength but it is your grace enable me lord to stand victorious against the devil against sin to stand up for your name oh when others are afraid to stand help me lord thank you jesus it takes grace to stand against the storms of life against storms of life just grace to stand the devil tries to wear out people but god's grace enables you to stand I had my men and women of God who st- stand for the Lord's glory for years years in the front lines you don't know the kind of battles they face but it's God's grace that enables they're carriers of God's grace whoa hallelujah amen look at a couple of scriptures Romans 8 35 to 39 read it in the NLB and the TLB version NLB and the TLB version Who then can ever keep Christ's love from us mm. when he when we have trouble or calamity when we are hunted down or destroyed is it because he doesn't love us anymore and if we are hungry or penniless or in danger or threatened with death has God deserted us no for no. the scriptures tell us that for his sake we must be ready to face death at every moment of the day mm. we are like sheep awaiting slaughter mm. but despite all this but despite all this overwhelming victory is ours ah through Christ who loved us enough to die for us overwhelming victory is ours through Jesus Christ our lord you standing in victory because of the grace of god paul was in the seas in the storms second corinthians 11 22 to 23 verses you can read that later we don't have time look at all the kind of dangers that he went through dangers from 
countrymen, dangers from, you know, false ministers, dangers from, I mean, look at all the trouble that he went through, but he stood by grace. He's a product of grace. To stand against the Antichrist, the spirit that is already in the world. Most people, most believers are not even aware of it. The Antichrist spirit is working in our culture, trying to demystify the church, the pastor, God. That's the entire essence of an Antichrist spirit. And even believers are not even aware. They're giving into it. They don't know how to stand. They don't even know how to discern. Hey, going to church is no big deal, man. They tweet. They blog. And naive Christians will forward those messages. Don't think the hashtag moments are from the Holy Spirit. It's the spirit of Antichrist that's trying to demystify the church, demystify men and women of God, demystify the very essence of Jesus and God. Their agenda is simple. That no one should believe, no one should go to church, no one should ever trust in servants of God and so face life by yourself. It's an official demonic culture. Do you know that? It's an official demonic culture. I wish I could speak on that. They will put it out, out there and the church people will use their mouth or forward it. <laughs> But you need grace to stand against it. In the name of Jesus. Whoa, lift your hands and say, God's grace to abound upon me. Hallelujah. Glory be unto the name of Jesus. If Satan should come in front of you, he should flee, not you. If you stand face to face with the devil, he should flee, not you. The Lord said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. God's grace is enabling you to stand and to go forward. Glory unto the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and say, I want to be a product of God's grace. Lord, I humble myself. I want to be a product of God's grace. I renounce pride. I want to be a product of God's grace. Help me, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. From your fullness, we receive grace upon grace. From your fullness, we receive grace upon grace. From your fullness, Lord, we receive grace upon grace. Say that, Jesus. From your fullness, we receive grace upon grace. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen.